Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back. Weekend Fantasy Update. He's Cam Stewart. I'm George Kurtz. Every time I hear this, I keep thinking of that movie. I actually saw that movie. Did you, did you see 9 to 5? Dolly Parton? Yeah, 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 long time ago. Dabney Coleman, if I remember correctly, he was in that flick as well. I think that was actually, I think I like, I don't, listen, I haven't seen it in 30 years, maybe 40 years, but yeah. uh, I think I liked it. I think it was a good flick. Yeah, it's okay. All week okay. long, by the way, Cam. I'm not a- I'm not a movie guy there, George. It's one of those things I love movies, but I don't really have the time. Like, the last movie I saw with my girlfriend was, uh, what did we see in the theater? We saw Creed a couple of years ago. Uh, awesome, you know, I saw the other one with Tanya Harding, uh, the one where she takes out Nancy Kerrigan there. That was okay. That, that was a pretty, pretty good movie. Other than that, like, I really don't hit the theaters. I just watch sports and, uh, you know, murder mysteries and sports, basically. That's kind of what I do, you know, That's and bet. I don't go to movies. I don't go to movies either. I don't. Uh, the last movie I saw, I, I, uh, Black Panther, last year. So, uh, I mean, I, and I love movies. I, I love them, but I think movies nowadays suck. I think all you get, yeah, all you get nowadays, Cam, all you get the, the, the superheroes and you get remakes. That's it. No one has an original thought anymore. And I'm not a big, uh, I'm not, you know, these, uh, all the, uh, the Marvels and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of those. Yeah. I don't mind them, but I'm not yeah, paying 20 okay. bucks to go see it. They're okay, right? I'm, not, I'm just not going to do yeah. it. But, uh, I mean, listen, I have, you uh, in my man room, I have about seven, 800 DVDs. I mean, I like my movies. But these are all movies from 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, stuff like that. I mean, all week long, I've been watching George Carlin. I'm a big George Carlin guy, and I decided to binge all his specials all week long. Make sure my kids aren't around, because Lord knows he's never met an F-bomb he doesn't like. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my wife, I get dirty looks at my wife all the time. I'm like, listen, they're not here. They can't hear. Like, they don't know. Like, they haven't heard this crap in school. So uh, that's what I'm doing all week long just watching George Carlin and now I'm thinking about keeping it going with little Andrew Dice Clay who makes George Carlin look like a uh, choir boy. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. I haven't seen Andrew Dice Clay anything of his and I, I can't even tell you when but uh, it'd almost be cool just to just to look back at what he was doing because it's like now you're kind of like yeah whatever like back then I was like ooh ooh what, what's this guy up to like I, I'd like to see some Andrew Dice Clay actually it's been so long. If people forget that he was actually an actor at first. I mean, he still is an actor. But he started out as an actor. If you ever watch, uh, there's an old TV show called uh, Crime Story, which is a, uh, actually I thought it was a very good show. But he's on that show, and the credits in the first season, he's just Andrew Clay. 
But in the second season, all of a sudden he's Andrew Dice Clay. I guess that's when he became his uh, his comedy routine. Which let's face it, back then that was original with all the nursery rhymes. Yeah. I mean, come on, you know, Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter, Jill came down with two fifty. What a whore! I mean, that was funny stuff. It was funny. I mean, it really was. I understand yeah. when he may have went a little overboard, but hey, have a sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, really, have a sense of humor. It's comedy. You can do whatever the hell you that, 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 right. that That's the whole problem. That's the whole problem with the world we live in. It's like, oh, this guy is whatever uh, people. He's a comedian. Like, uh, are you going to be offended? That's what. That's part of the act. He's 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 comedy. He's trying to make you laugh. Like, I just uh, that's a politically correct time. Like, comedians don't even go to college campuses anymore. It's just it's a nightmare. It's a shame. I mean, this country has changed dramatically. I was a big Sam Kinison guy, too, before Sam he passed Harris. away. I mean, and Sam was great. I mean, I remember, I remember seeing the first time I saw Sam uh, you know, on like one of those HBO comedy things. I'm, I'm laying on my couch, and he did his routine about the sand in the desert and how, you know, if you want to feed these people, don't send them any food. Send them U-Hauls with a guy who goes, <laughs> you see this? It's sand. You know what it's going to be? 100? You know, it's going to be freaking sand, asshole. Yeah, and I, I almost fell off the couch. I mean, I was laughing so hard. I almost fell off my couch. I might have fallen off the couch. It was so funny. I thought Sam Kinison was actually just fantastic with his routine. So uh, I'm a, I'm a, I like my uh, my comics. I do. You know, when it was Eddie Murphy rule back in the day, and one thing Eddie Murphy oh, yeah. said that is ever ever so true. By the way, is how your kids and I have two kids. I have a daughter 12 and a daughter eight. You know, they can't hear you calling them from five feet away, but they can, they can hear the freaking ice cream truck from five miles away. That's an Eddie Murphy joke, and it's oh so true. Yep. You know, they, they know who Mr. Salty is. They can hear him coming around, but Christ, God forbid they should hear you from, uh, you know, across the table telling him to cut the crap. So that's my little, uh, my little rant on comics. I do enjoy my comics. Yeah, it's crazy, though. I, my buddy had uh, yeah, he had those old Bill Cosby albums, and the worst thing about those was he was actually telling people like about how creepy he was in the albums back then. But what? No one was listening to like Spanish Fly and stuff like that. It's like he's basically giving you a hands-on like I I am a creeper. Like don't don't trust me in uh, Jello pudding pops and Coca Cola. Like I I I am that uh, not that friendly doctor you see with the bad sweater. Like I'm. I'm a predator here. Like, crazy stuff. Man. Yeah, I was doing that stuff on, like, remember comedy albums, George? Like, my buddy's got them, like, Ed Murray, yes. like, on vinyl. Like, oh, you, you put them on. It's like, oh, man, so good. They don't have that. They don't, they don't have shit like that anymore. It's too good. No, they don't. They don't. People don't know. You mentioned everyone's afraid of offending somebody else. I mean, listen, folks. I mean, it's a comic. He, he That's his job is offending somebody. Whether he believes it or not, he's just trying to exactly. make you laugh. If you don't like it, don't listen to him. I mean, so then change the station or go put on another tape or whatever the hell you're listening to him on. I mean, no one says you have to listen to the guy. Uh, my daughter, by the way, just gave me a dirty look because I was making fun of her in the, in the Eddie Murphy thing. Uh, you know, I got to let me tell you about my daughter. <laughs> okay. I'm in home, the house you know, right now she's there, a, George? Where, you do, where, do you do, where do you do the show from? In your man cave? Yeah, I'm in the man cave. Uh, I mean, I'm, I do it from the man cave. She was, she wasn't in the room. She must've been next door uh, in the living room somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yesterday, uh, you know, after I, after I send her off to school, you know, it's about 11 o'clock and I get a phone call from the school. All right. And they're like, uh, Oh yeah, your daughter got hurt in, uh, in gym class. Uh, and I'm, I guess, oh, I, don't, I guess I don't think I was paying attention all that great. I'm like, Ugh. and she goes, well, you, she, uh, she hurt. You got to cut her an ear. She may have to have it glued. I'm like, what the hell? What is her ear hanging off? Is it Van Gogh what here? about yeah. Right. So I, I go, you know, I go race to the school. My wife is my wife's a nurse, but she was sleeping. She's got a home off shift. So I didn't want to bother her. I yeah. get to the school and this is how things have changed uh, once again. I mean, Cam, it was like a scratch. I mean, I, I always looked at her. I'm like, really? This is why you called me? You want her to come home for this? 
Yeah, I didn't say that, mind you, because I'm just not that kind of parent. But I'm like, all right, you got a free day off. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 and I understand why they George, do that, by the way. Because parents yeah. flip out. You know, play, parents go bananas and flip out over every little thing. But, Cam, it's literally a scratch glue. I wouldn't even put a Band-Aid on this thing. I mean, to go to clean it out, my wife, my yeah. wife, like I said, my wife's a nurse. She looked at it and goes, oh, you're fine. And like, uh, this is it. We'll, get back to fo- we'll get back to football, but I'll tell you, man, like, and the thing is, I so, you know what I mean? I remember back in the day, you know, like we used to, uh, we used to like take other guys, we changed lunches and, you know, you know, I, I don't want your apple. I'd want your rice, crispy square or chocolates, whatever. My buddy, he used to, like, we were, we were bad kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, whatever. Yeah. We did tradesies and stuff. Like I remember back in the day, like I remember once we got in shit and, and, uh, when we were kids, I went to the principal's office, like this guy, like you pulled down your pants and I got a ruler. This guy does this now. He's in the clink. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that they used to do, like hitting me and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you can't, you can't do that to a kid. There's no wooden spoon or ruler or anything like that. Back then, that was commonplace. Like the principal used to like spank you inside. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, if you went to Catholic school, you would get, you would get a beating. Yeah. Belt, a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got hit more in school than you did on the, when you played hockey, George. It's crazy. (laughs) I never knew what a switch was until Adrian Peterson came along. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had no idea what that was. None. I didn't know. Well, why, why? It's a switch? What? 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 You know, I, I'd never heard it of the uh, of the term. I don't know what that makes me, but uh, uh, I never heard the term until it came. Like I said, things are just different nowadays than, uh, I guess, when we were kids. Like I said, I was just shocked that they sent my daughter home. Sure. The 12-year-old. It's not even the, it's not even the 8-year-old, scratch, by the way. It's the 12-year-old. Yeah. For a scratch. And she wasn't like she was That's crying or upset or anything. Yeah. I'm like, why, why am I doing here? Lawsuits, lawsuits, liabilities. That's the that's the whole problem with the parents. With the suck. I get now. it. They're, I, they're afraid of everything. Yeah, yeah you're good. I, I don't George, you're doing radio shows. You care about your kids. Like you're teaching them the way to go. It's just uh, that's 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 the world we live in right now. It's just uh, it's wussified. But anyway, Sony Michelle here. What you, he's one of going to be one of the mainstays. I think people are going to look from a betting perspective. But with New England, it's always very dangerous, George. You know, because Burkhead can get he gets involved in the second half of that game. But Sony Michelle. When it comes to lead running backs and like pounding the rock, he's going to be their option there. What do you think? Uh, so his total rushing yards seventy three and a half. But the one that really caught my eye, Sony Michelle total pass rece- uh, receptions 0.5. Will he have a catch? Uh, if he gets one catch, you win. I know it's fifty uh, percent juice, but I'm all in. He'll get one catch in this game. What do you think about that one? That one looks pretty good. Like golf eight and a half over rushing. I have no choice. I, I have to take that. I just have no choice. I mean, like I said, it's one. I could win this thing in the, in the first drive. So, yes, yes, I'm, yes. I'm, betting, I'm betting on getting one catch. I don't, I don't love the uh, rushing yardage. I don't because uh, the Rams' uh, rushing defense has played much better need. of late. I mean, maybe that's because what we talked about earlier. And Dominican Sue cares again. Maybe that's why. You know, maybe it's because Tlaib's back and they can pay more attention to the run game. They don't have to worry about the pass game as much. So I don't like the rushing yardage. Not that I dislike it. I'm not not touching it one way or the other. But the (laughs) the receptions. One, I understand there'll be no designed receptions for him. That'll go to James White, Burkhead, uh, to a lesser extent. But I'll take my chances that, you know, on on some pass play where he's in there, Brady's not in trouble and he's just dump it off to him. uh, That's when I have to bet. Yeah, I was on Rex Burkhead, and he was uh, good to me in the game versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I kind of like this one, too. Rex Burkhead total pass receptions, too. It's too flat. I like over. Like So if he gets two, you push. 
I think he he's going to get two catches out of the backfield for Burkhead. I love that. And receiving yards, 17 and a half. He usually, sometimes Brady just goes ding, 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 ding. He goes to him and one of those plays, I remember he had like one for 12 or 14 yards. If he, if he gets one of those, he just needs basically one more and then you're going to hit it. I think Rex Burkhead props there, uh, George, look very, very strong to me. Total rushing and receiving. 41 and a half. I think we can get there. Uh, he's kind of the underrated guy, I know, but I still think he's going to be part of the offense because people, are, they know about James White. They know about Sony Michelle. It might be a little Rex Burkhead. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, once again, you are playing the guessing game of Bill Belichick. He does hate fantasy football. He hates he hates everybody, pretty much. Yes, he does. And guessing yes, he what does. he's going yeah, to yeah, do is dangerous. dangerous. He is, but hey, it works. You know, not that you can complain <laughs> about it. And you know, you know about it going in. That's the thing. You know about it going in. So at least yeah. I know, hey, if it doesn't work exactly. out, hey, those my guys, you can't be shocked about it. This is what Bill does. Uh, I don't love Burkett. I'm probably staying away from it. Uh, because Once again, I'm always with the fear of Belichick, of what he might do. And I do think that Rams defense is playing much better than they're getting. Because I think, once again, when you look at the numbers, this is where numbers can be uh, can lie to you. You look at numbers, and they, they tell you all season long. I don't care about all season long. I really only care about the last couple of weeks and how that defense has played. No, I agree with you 100% there. And uh, this is the one that everyone's like jumping on, which, you know, I can see the most line movement. James White, um, pass reception, receptions. We talk about, I've had, we've had prognosticators on. So far, we've talked about the props. We're going to talk about it more on the network as, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl. But this line opened up at five and a half. It's already up to six and a half, and the juice is still to the over. So if you didn't get it early, I wouldn't even be surprised if it goes up to seven, even seven and a half, maybe the other way with take back. But James White, pass receptions and as you know the guy is just huge six and a half is the over under there and laying 30 cents to the over uh, over under uh six and a half plus 100 there i i like i like james white over but george it's one of those things we talk about steam movements and gambling and lines eventually if it keeps on going the one way you got to put you got to put the brakes on sometimes. It's like the Pro Bowl. You opened up at 61, it's 55. Those are significant moves. And, you know, to get one extra reception already and maybe to get it up to seven, it's something I'm considering. I know he's the guy. He's the safety outlet. But six and a half compared to five and a half, if you're not going to get the best side of the number, you might stay away. But who knows? This guy might have 12 catches, right? It's the problem. You know, the thing is, you know, and I, I, I know I said it earlier that I kind of like the over here. Yeah, you look at the numbers now. He's only had more than six and a half catches one of the, in the last six games. And that was that big game against Excellent the Chargers where he had 15. You know, so we, we may be getting thrown off a little bit because of the one big game. Yes, he'll average out to having more than six and a half, but he's only had, that, like I said, 15 catches against the Chargers. It was four last week, four against the Jets in 17, two against Buffalo, five against Pittsburgh, two against Miami, and then he had seven against uh, Minnesota in week 13. Uh, so, you know, the numbers are skewed a little bit. Now, granted, they went away from him in the, at the end of the, uh, the regular season for whatever reason. I don't know why, because Michelle came back and they sort of forgot about White. And I think that was a mistake on their part. I think they realized it in the playoffs to get back to him. So uh, I think that might make me a little bit wary here, Camp, a little bit. Because I still look at it as, you know what, the best way to move the ball against this team should be with White and Edelman in short passes, especially if you and I are concerned about Aaron Donald and the Dominican Sioux coming hard up the middle. 
No, that that is an excellent point. It's just always good that I know just from gambling, George, the one thing about gambling in comparison to DFS, getting the good side of the numbers key. You know what I mean? Like when you see steam movements, like when I see a total in a basketball game, 218, if we like the over, then it's 222 and a half. If we're not going to get it at the 218, I really worry about it because we've got we've lost the value, we've lost the good side of the number. It's just something to consider. But you're absolutely right with White. Like that's the thing. They're gonna they're gonna go to him early and often if the Rams get pressure up the middle. The one guy I think we can attack is C.J. Anderson. Um, his total rushing yards is 49 and a half. Will he have a pass reception? It's only yes or no. It's 0.5 there and five and a half receiving yards. I don't even think he'll get that. I don't think he'll get one catch out of the backfield. But what do you think about CJ Anderson with Todd Gurley? Question marks there. 49 and a half is his total rushing yards in the game, George. I'm not going to be able to trust it because I don't know about Gurley. I think they're lying to us. I do. I think Gurley's hurt. I think they've been BSing us all uh, for the past, what, four, six weeks about how the severity That means of that we take injury. Anderson then. <laughs> that means we might want to take a look it, at him. <laughs> but uh, if I, was, I, I won't gamble that I'm right. Maybe it is because Gurley's just not yeah. playing well. I can make that justification too. Uh, I won't be touching it. Uh, well, the, the receptions I will because I don't, I don't think he catches a pass either. And this, this is not what he does, uh, catch balls here. <laughs> so he's got one catch this season. So, yeah, not really worried. Uh, he's got four with the Rams, one with Carolina. So he's got five catches this season. So odds are he's not going to catch a ball, and uh, I'll I'll take the chance that he doesn't catch one. But I got to assume, once again, that it's going to be Gurley until Gurley proves he can't do it. You know, uh, if Gurley's not playing well again, or is he is hurt, then yes, he could come out early. But I got to assume that they're not going to fool around here. I think they have fooled around somewhat the past couple of weeks with Gurley here because things have gone so well with CJ Anderson. I think this is a Gurley game, so I'm not betting on this. And. I'll be betting on other yeah. things, but not on C.J. Anderson. No, not on C.J. Anderson. Like, yeah, we're, Weekend we're betting on golf. Over eight and a half. Yes. Oh, Rush. yes. I think he gets double digits here. <laughs> Weekend fantasy update. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. We're back right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Electric Avenue. Avenue. Eddie Grant? Yeah, I love Eddie Grant. Grant. <laughs> this is actually one of one of the first vinyl albums like I had as a kid, man. I used to love Electric Avenue, man. And past, past the Ducci on the left-hand side, too. Good times. I think his other big song was, uh, was it Romancing the Stone? I think that was him as well. <laughs> what, from the movie? Romancing the yeah, I think, Stone. Yeah, I, I think he the did Stone. the other yes, movie. Yes. I, think, I think you're right. <laughs> nice Romancing call there, the Prince. Stone. I like that, Eddie Grant. That was good stuff. Very nice. 
I, I enjoy Eddie Grant too. I think I, uh, I might have his, uh, an album here somewhere. I still have CDs, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> weekend Fantasy Update, George Curtis, Cam Stewart. I got milk crates full of them. I have on display in the, at me. in the man room. Yeah, I understand nowadays you can just uh, download on iTunes, and I do that. I don't uh, buy CDs anymore. Yeah. yeah, but you still have. I don't. I don't buy so CDs, the, yeah. but I still have. Yes, I. I don't know. I have about three hundred, I'd say, somewhere around there. So, uh, and I, I enjoy listening to that. I, I got like that. I got a couple thousand. That. I think I used to really uh, be. Remember, I lived up in the Arctic. What am I going to do instead for uh, have sex, play ping pong, and listen to music? Right. So you got to do what you got to do. Listen, I like all three of those things, okay? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sex, ping pong, and music. I'm a happy guy, actually. I, I can live on a weekend on sex, ping pong, and music. Uh, throw in a couple of DVDs, too, and I'm, uh, listen, I'll be fine. Uh, what are your favorite bands? Great question. Uh, oh, man. I, I like all sorts of different different music. Um, from classic rock, uh, that's tough. Uh I, I used to really be into Pink Floyd, not as not as much anymore. Uh, Led Zeppelin, oh. probably for a classic rock band, I'm a big fan of. Um, new stuff, I kind of like uh, this band called Dinosaur Junior, like I like kind of indie rock. Uh, I'm I'm a real big fan of that stuff. I grew up, uh, my buddies were all into that. They were like a lot of skateboarders, so I listened to that type of stuff. Uh, that's very hard though. Uh, new new bands, uh, Arcade Fire, I like. Uh, Radiohead, kind of too depressing. I used to listen to it a long time ago before I got a girlfriend. I, sometimes, George, it's one of those things, like, I, I like kind of depressing music, but I'm a happy guy. It's just, after a while, I just uh, needed a little little, little bit happier. But uh, I'd say for classic rock bands, uh, out, out of the mall, yeah, I, I'd say I, I'd say Zeppelin. Uh, I like, who else? To, Super Tramp I enjoy. Uh, and you name it, Super I like Tramp. it probably. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't know what my I like all the band is, though. I'm like Genesis, Stones, Who, Floyd, Queen, Van Halen. Yeah, Easy Queen's Top. good. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, good call. Van Halen. Van Halen's a band that, like, I, I've always liked. But even as a kid, I liked them. But now that I have their whole, like, repertoire and whole album, like, when we play the Van Halen songs coming in and out of breaks on Red Heat Rage, I, I love Like, Van Halen's wicked. Yeah, they're, they're a band I really, really like, too. They're solid. They always put me yeah, in a good yeah. mood. VH is great. Yeah, it's not like you two. I'm a big Weird Al guy. I love. I've been to a couple of Weird Al concerts, which I guess Weird Al's is super smart. Yeah, Weird Al makes great. me laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Makes me laugh, man. Uh, Weird Al's the voice, man. Like, like they don't make them like like Weird Al was doing. Like you know what I mean? Like I remember back in the day, like Weird Al's doing those fun parodies, and there was a band called Dread Ze- Dread Zeppelin with Port Elvis, and he was a big fat clown. Like he used to come out. I used to like those are funny things. Like you don't find like parody kind of like joke guys anymore. Like who's doing that stuff nowadays? Like they might have a video where a guy's doing it, but I'm talking about albums, people like. That's and, and the thing was, it was really hard to do. The guy, Weird Al Yankovic, wrote songs about everybody. Like, he's a real talent, that guy. Yeah, I just saw him the last time he was here. But, uh, took my daughter to her first concert. She wanted to go see him. So, uh, And it was, like I said, it was, it was fun. It's just fun. And uh, I love music. Nowadays, though, uh, you, know, you try and go see some of these older bands, though, Cam, man. It's just, they could charge you a small fortune to go see these oh, I guys know. now. I know, I know. So they last hurrah, so I guess they want to uh, make as much bank as possible. 
Yeah, Christ. The, the problem is, all the bands I want to see, like they had Deep Purple, like minus half of the band. So you see some other guy in there. It's like, it's like, come down to Casino Niagara. We have, you know, like uh, CCR minus John Fogarty, another guy, you know, like I mean, so basically it's like one guy in the band, three other guys that they picked up. Uh, and I'm like, okay, this isn't the same band, but that's the way it is. A lot of these guys are dead or they moved on, right? So you don't even get the full band experience. You get strangers with like one front man or one guitarist or drummer. It's, not, it's never the whole package yeah it's not the same thing it's just not the same thing uh but listen i still enjoy, i enjoy my music uh to me it's fun uh all right you know you said earlier talk about your namesake yeah cam newton you know yeah. people listen they're nutcases out there we start drafting soon what are we doing with cam newton he, uh they say he uh maybe by by may he can throw no one really knows. This is be a second shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgeries are dangerous. You don't. Uh, they're not like anything else. And it's not like having an ACL surgery where you know, okay, he'll be okay in about eight months. He'll be fine. They don't know. You saw with Andrew Luck. It took years for him to return here. What are we doing with Cam Newton? We're avoiding him at almost any cost, George. You said about the soldier, uh, the shoulder injury. I think it's a problem. Actually, there's been multiple reports. They say, yeah, sure, he can come back in May. I heard that story. Who knows? He looked like uh, the arm, the arm was hurting before that. Uh, they might even contemplate taking this guy out the whole season. Uh, you know, you're in a keeper league. That, that I, I got to tell you, just when I look at the, the the pros and cons, there's a hell of a lot more cons because this guy, he's taken a lot of hits as a big man. He used to run like a linebacker, and those hits over time have hurt him his shoulder now the surgery um carolina they might keep this guy out no i don't want any i don't want any part of him we could always go when i'm looking at quarterbacks guys like philip rivers you can get in the mid rounds like i never have a problem like filling in Jameis winston even might even be a better spot this year i gotta tell you with McCaffrey and the other weapons they have, I, no, I, I don't want any part of Cam Newton. I'm not reaching for him. Uh, even if he falls, George, I I want no part of him. Too many question marks. I'm a gambler, and I don't even want to gamble on this guy. I I wouldn't. Be, he might not even play. That's the thing. Say he doesn't even play. They could keep him out for a season just to get him right. I agree. I, it comes down to me. Is I agree with everything you just said. And quarterback is so deep. I don't need to take any chances at quarterback. I mean, uh, you're in a 12 team league. You're easily going to find 12 quarterbacks that you'll. I'm, I'm fine with this guy. You know, I'll, I'll I'll ride with this guy. You know, whichever, however you want to go there. There are easily 12 quarterbacks there. Uh, I don't think Cam's out for the year. I doubt it. You know, once again, I think that's uh, some owner hyperbole there. Uh, but the fact that the owner came out and said it doesn't make me feel any great, any better about it either. Let's you know that it is serious. That uh, you know, maybe the shoulder is bad. Maybe they're going to find more damage than we expect when they get in there. Maybe he's, he's going to have the same problem Andrew Luck had with the strength and the power just not going to come back. Whatever it might be, I'm not. Uh, I won't be drafting Cam Newton either. But what about someone like Lamar Jackson, a guy who really still learning on the job here? Not a gr- not a great thrower by any imagination, but should get better in the off season. And his floor is pretty high because you know he's pretty much rushing for 60 yards every game. So there's a touchdown. And if you just throw one touchdown, you throw for 175 yards, yeah. that's a pretty nice floor from somebody. Where would, I'm, I mean, I'm now, in. When I say where, I don't I'm mean in. around, but oh, you're in. Yeah. So will you take yeah, this quarterback in. one? You, uh, no. No. Uh, 
but I but I am in. And the thing I like about La- Jackson, I know we we can maybe uh, later on deeper deeper times, George, we, we could do like a draft. But the thing I like about Lamar Jackson in comparison to the other guys is I think Baker Mayfield is obviously going to be the darling out of the young quarterbacks. I think people are going to want him badly. I think people are going to reach for him. We already talked about Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God, we got to take. But Lamar Jackson, you said it, sixty yards minimum. That's a touchdown right there. And even at the end of the season, uh, I started to see he made a couple nice throws to the tight end in stride in the game against the Chargers. Um, his balls got a little bit better. I know in the playoff game it was windy. It took him kind of out of their game plan there. He was afraid to make those throws. But now you have an off season where you're going to have to get better. I'm betting on him getting better. I know he has the arm strength. The question is the accuracy, and he'll always beat you with your feet. It's kind of like we talk about Kyler Murray. The kid, if he does play in the NFL, he will be the fastest. But other than him, other than him Lamar Jackson is hands down. He's, he's a sprinter playing quarterback. And once he gets into the open field, I know defenses will come up with concepts to try to slow him down, but I think it will force him to throw the ball better. And because of Baker Mayfield and others, I think we can get good value on Lamar Jackson. I am in on Lamar Jackson. What's your take there, George? Yeah, I am also. I just, I, I, I love. I generally can't. I wait on quarterbacks. Uh, first of all, I, I prefer. I don't need, don't need to panic. Super flex. No need to panic with a quarterback. No need to panic. There'll be lots of good guys there. You said it. Wait, wait, wait for quarterbacks. So you win leagues. But, but this is this is why I want, I, I prefer playing in super flex leagues uh, or two quarterback leagues to a degree. Super flex is by far my favorite. Uh, listen, I understand. Fifteen years ago, we didn't have enough quarterbacks, so super flex leagues weren't that popular. But nowadays, we have more than enough. And I mean, more than enough quarterbacks here, where you can you know, it's twenty twenty four quarterbacks you'll start. You won't and you won't really have an issue with. But if you're playing in a one quarterback league, I'm waiting forever. I mean, forever. Uh, nine, ten, eleven. Well, I'm I'm loading up on my running backs, loading up on my wide receivers. No shock there. It's what I do, and I'll wait on my quarterback. And someone like Lamar Jackson already mentioned. I mean, you think about it. Sixty yards rushing per game is maybe his low point. He can easily do more than that. But hey, I'll take my six points there. If he throws 175, it's another seven points. That's 13. Gets one touchdown. I'm at 17 points. That's before we even talk about it, really doing anything rushing-wise, so any, anything throwing-wise, or any kind of upside here. And I like that. I like knowing yeah. that, that my floor, is pretty, my floor is pretty high there. So I'm on Lamar Jackson as well. I don't have any issues with him. You're drafting now, though. Antonio Brown. <laughs> uh, I guess my – what are your thoughts? Is he going to stay in Pittsburgh? Are they going to get rid of him? Are they going to no, trade him? Are they going to try and work I, things out? I think, I think uh, the rift is too deep. Uh, you, I know it's funny. There've been contrasting stories this year. Like you know, when you're doing the updates, you talk to some Steelers that say, "Hey, you know, we said uh, this could get solved with a phone call." Then you talk to the other guys saying, "Nope, it's too deep. He's had enough." Uh, the rift between him and Big Ben. Big Ben had a problem with Antonio Brown. They basically over time called it preferential treatment. It's kind of like a marriage, uh, George. Not everyone has a marriage like you. You get it with your wife and stuff like that. You're going to battle through the tough times. These guys are done. Like it's just one of those things. I don't think it could be. There's no reconciliation. It's probably better. They got Schuster there now. Uh, I think the organization is sick and tired of it. Not showing up to practice. Week 17, you're missed. It's time to go. Um, he was talking to some 49ers about what it's like to live in the Bay Area. I don't know if he's going to go to San Francisco. Uh, uh, also a guy... You know what I mean? I wouldn't be paying up for as well, too. Another year older. Antonio Brown's obviously still amazing, but... Uh, yeah, I think he's gone from Pittsburgh, and there's other receivers I, I would take uh, before him. I think his stock's going to drop a little bit. I think it has because you don't know where he's going to end up. 
And even if he ends up in this place where we think we like it, will he have the same kind of chemistry with that quarterback? I mean, let's just say for giggles it is in San Fran, which sounds like a great opportunity. They don't have anybody else out there. But you don't know if Garoppolo is going to have the same kind of chemistry with Brown that Ben did. You know, so I think, I think it's a gamble as well. I would take Hopkins above him uh, without a doubt. Uh, Def- definitely. Definitely Hopkins Michael, above him. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Mike Thomas is probably someone I'm, I'm going to go yes. against him. You know, I, the one thing I'll say is this, though. I don't think he'll, it'll be an easy trade because everyone's going to look at, well, you know, Dallas gave up a number one for Cooper. We should get six number ones for Brown. That's, yeah. The problem is, you know, Brown's got $21 million attached to him and all these, uh, these problems, you know, these uh, issues he's going to have. I don't even think the Steelers can get one number one for Antonio Brown. I think they've got to settle for a number two and someone eating the contract. Yes, exactly it. And and you can't really it's it's like comparing apples and oranges, right? The Cooper situation was totally different and, and retrospect Dallas did the right thing. I still think we laughed at the move and said when we looked at the production call, you gotta be kidding me. We we're we're talking third round draft pick. It's a first round draft pick, but they had to go out and do what they did because their offense was so one dimensional with uh just Elliott and then you what you got Cole Beasley as as your go to guy. Like there was a big problem there. They addressed the problem as you know being a fan of that team, but it's a different landscape now and you know people know with Antonio Brown baggage despite being how good I'm with you I think they get a first round max I, I think that, that 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 that's exactly what they'll get max and I'm going to take him shift him down some spots in the draft because yes Pittsburgh was a great situation with Schuster uh, who knows where he's going to go and uh, maybe I don't know Tampa Bay somewhere else it's just one of those situations where um, I still think he's going to be effective just not as effective moving forward all right you mentioned a play before that I wanted to talk about Kyler Murray all right. Where's he? A, is he playing football? And B, I mean, let's say, is he going to, if you were his agent, baseball, just agent, period, baseball, football, do you advise him to play baseball or do you advise him to play football? Baseball. I advise him to play baseball. You already have the guaranteed money, uh, you know, with the athletics. Another thing about Kyler Murray is take a look there, uh, George. Um, it's like Lamar Jackson. He is faster than Lamar Jackson. I will say this. If he is going to be quarterbacking the league, there will be no one faster. The problem is his throwing accuracy, deep balls, so many things that are not NFL ready yet. It's going to be a long growing curve. Uh, his body type, uh, he's 5'8", five, 5'9", five, on a good day. Is that what they say? Um, very, very small. Not even like 5'11", like other small quarterbacks. He's smaller than he's smaller than Russell Wilson. He's smaller than Drew Brees um, with those big linemen. It's going to be very tough. Amazing athlete. Stick to baseball, buddy, because I think it'll be take a, take a while in football. Amazing foot speed. Still so many things to do with the arm. That's my take. Play baseball. Take the money. Go to Oakland. Yeah, I think right now Oakland's pretty much guaranteed him four plus million, and he can get more out of them if he does, if he says, "Listen, you give me ten million more, I won't go play football." So he can easily do that and uh, use that leverage. And I kind of agree with you. I don't want to take the beating you're going to take in football. I just, I just don't. I understand you can make more money right away in football, but if you, if you're an average baseball player, you'll clean up cash wise. You'll be fine. Yes. You know, and you can play much longer, and you're not going to get but, your body's not going to get. The problem up. is, the problem is, George. Some guys, it's kind of like you know, race car driving. You know, guys who climb like mountains and stuff like rock wall. Like some guys in baseball who play multiple sports. I, I love baseball. I don't mind the serenity of waiting for a ball to come, but they want action, 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 action. It's kind of like an action junkie, play all the time. You know, always thinking, always moving. But in baseball, it's just a quieter more chill game like I, I don't mind it like I think it's fantastic but this guy I, I don't think his arm 
I don't think this. I think the size it's going to really hinder him. And if he does run, he will get killed. Like the way RG three got killed out there, he's gonna. He's not a really smart runner either. He makes a lot of decisions where he stays in bounds. And in the NFL, you can get clobbered like that and have a real quick career. Stick to baseball, longer, longer life, more money. I agree. I think that's where he should play as well. Uh, let's say he does go football though. Who's drafting him? Who would you draft for him? I would say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting. Interesting. They certainly do need a quarterback. They're not going to go low. They're not going to live at Bo- Bo- I think the Giants. I, I think the Giants are going to go with Haskins just for the fact he's a he's a Jersey kid. He's big and thick. Uh, I think he will get better. It's just one of those things. Uh, you know, Eli sure will have another year with this guy, and it's going to be a disaster for the fans. But he can learn under, and uh, they, they. I just think they need a more a solid, bigger type of guy. I think Jacksonville is the type of team to make a to to throw roll the dice. And go for a guy like him. Even the Blake Bortles experiment was a disaster from the University of South Florida. But I think Jacksonville is the type of team to give it a shot when they look at the athletic upside. What do you think? I think it's going to be. Uh, I think. I think he does go in the first round. I think it's going to be like a Lamar Jackson type, where someone's going to trade back in late. In the first late round first, yeah. yeah. Yes, I think someone's going to trade back in here uh, to grab him. Uh, the problem is, man. No one truly sticks out here because all the teams that have those low picks that might want to do that, man, they don't need a quarterback. Jets, Niners, maybe Denver. Will John Elway do it again? Yeah, Denver. Yep. I can see Denver needs a quarterback. Denver needs a quarterback. So I think that could be intriguing there. But uh, as you said, I hope he stays with baseball. I think that's a smart move for him. And if I'm his family, that's where I'd want him to play. Uh, Wilson, we'll be back. We only got one segment left. We'll go right to the lineups. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, Weekend Fantasy Update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Alright, I'm trying to figure out like everybody else. I have no idea what this yeah. is. Yeah, it sounds like that's something like uh, Pavona would do. I know his family, uh, they're all like Shakespearean actors and stuff. Yes, yes. Good day. <laughs> no idea. All right, welcome back. Weekend fantasy update. Uh, Sean Angle behind the glass, keeping us on our toes. Uh, yes. It's not Game of Thrones. I, I watch Game of Thrones. No. Do you watch you know Game what? of Thrones? If I can tell you guys, no, no, it's actually crazy. You know what? I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. It's one of those things, like, I got no problem with dragons and, you know, warlords and swords and been to medieval times a few times. I love eating, uh, you know, big, big honking legs uh, of, of turkey turkey legs with my hands. And, hey, wench, where's my wine? And, you know, ha- ha- watching Knights Joust when you could predict the, predict the final, you already know what's happening. But, no, I've never seen uh, Game of Thrones. It's one of those things. Sometimes, George, you have a family, and I have a girlfriend, and, you know, take, looking after my parents are going to get a little bit older. Just not enough time in the day after sports, DFS, gambling, and everything else. I had to give up something. It's one of those things. I never even, like, gave it a chance. Maybe one day. 
You know, it's funny with Game of Thrones. Uh, most of the time when I watch TV, Cam, other than sports, uh, I'm writing. I mean, I'm writing a column, I'm doing whatever, whatever yeah. I'm working. And it's just fine. There are most like police procedurals, which I enjoy. Listen, bad guy does something, good guy, go get him. All right, so I know what's going on. don't need to really pay attention. But Game of Thrones has like 17 storylines going on at once. I need cliff notes. I need to pay attention, take notes myself, and pause the damn TV every two seconds so I know what the hell is going on here. So it's, <laughs> it's a difficult program. I'm dying here. It's a difficult program I for me too, to watch buddy. for Bless that you. reason. Yeah, it's yeah, so, uh, uh, there's time investment, strange. buddy. It's one of those things. Like you got, you got, you got little Kurtzes running around there. It's like I talk to people like, oh, you haven't seen that on Netflix. It's like, dude, we do a daily radio show. I'm betting on like all these games. You know, me and Gabe are following like college. Co- you know, many college basketball games. Hell, we've got 40 games that have already gone off like today. So, uh, you know what I mean? When you talk, when it comes to time, my girlfriend's coming over later. We're going over to see the parents for dinner. Like, uh, sorry, something's gotta go by the wayside, and it's one of them. But one day, I know I've heard great things. But uh, I have a lot of things that, that I have to get to, George, that I haven't. <laughs> Lots. How about what? Do you watch Walking Dead? Never even seen that one. I've seen, like, flipping around the channels. Oh, Marenzi loves that. He, he talks about it all the time. No, haven't even seen that one either. The only times I, I, I watch a lot of murder mysteries and documentaries. That's my thing. Other than sports, documentaries and uh, murder mysteries are my thing. I didn't watch Walking Dead either. That's funny. Uh, Scott Engel, he was doing what got me into it. I was doing shows with him, and he would always talk about it. I'm like, and so would everybody else, by the way. Oh, everybody in my family watched. But it was Scott Engel. He's like, I guess, the final domino. I'm like, fine, I'll watch the show. I got sick over, uh, I think, over New Year's one year. My, my niece was nice enough to get me sick. I appreciate that. So I binged it. I'm like, oh, well, this is actually pretty good. I'm not a zombie guy. Like, I'm not a vampire guy. I don't care about any of that. But I, it, yeah. what people say is true. It's not, really, it's not really all about the zombies. It's more about how, uh, I guess, human interaction and when all this crap would happen here. But there, it would end up being a good show. It sucks now, but it, it was at one point a very good show. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, it's one of the, that's the thing. Like those shows, they always start off great, and then after a while, it's like really. It's kind of like you got to end it. You got to end it earlier. It, they just drag and drag and drag and drag. Like once you once you don't have the love anymore, or, you know the plot lines are getting even stupider. Just end the show. You did well. Like there's no need to. You know what I mean? But then again, they look at the money. Hey, people are watching. This is amazing. We can get more. So that's what happens. Like I, I got into that show. Uh, the one show I got into because my girlfriend was the Americans, um, with the chick Felicity and whatever there. Uh, the, it was very good. Americans I watched, I living it. in America with the spies. I, I like that show. That, that one, I that one I enjoyed. That was that was a good show. That had a very good ending too. That was uh, that was a solid show. I enjoyed watching that. Kind of underrated, well. actually. But it was. Well, most TV sucks nowadays. Uh, at least most uh, over the air. I mean, ABC, NBC. Those most of those shows are terrible. Uh, but the shows on cable. I mean, listen, Sons of Anarchy back when it was out was great. I used to always enjoy watching that. Uh, Mainly because it was just, uh, it was different where there were no good guys. You know, in Sons of Anarchy, there was, everybody was bad. It was just how, your degree of bad. That's really all it was. And you didn't see that on TV a lot. Usually it was somebody that you'd quote unquote root for, the good guy, you know, to get things done. So I kind of like the shows that go against that, uh, I guess against that grain. But really, yeah, all I watched Exactly. Yeah, that's very Morensky like that, that Morensky like we talk about that on the show he's like yeah, why can't just you know the villain like put a bullet in his head so I, I'm, I'm with you like after a while it's kind of like in real life the good people don't win all the time you know what I mean like you don't make the move uh, you go to reach and you fall like that's the thing it would be nice if we saw more things like that but uh, people don't like that type of thing there George they want to believe hey everything's great but uh, sometimes uh, not so much I don't know what we're going to do with these damn, uh, right. damn uh, lineups here for the Pro Bowl but uh, I, I, it's tough I don't know dude I have, one, I have one question for everyone I've been playing DFS, and I'll ask you, do you have one quarterback in your lineup, or do you have two? 
The problem is, I mean, you're trying to figure out how long are these guys going to play? Who's going to play the extra quarter? You know, which guy is that going to be? You know, right now I have two. Because once again, quarterbacks score more points than anybody else. But uh, I'm going to, I will, since, listen, you and, this is your fault and Gay's fault. I was not going to play tomorrow until I knew this game was at 3 o'clock. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to play. And uh, now I'm going to do some research, see if I can find out anything that will point towards uh, what quarterback will play more than a quarter here. But right now I have two because, once again, quarterbacks score more points than anybody else. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to put a hockey lineup together, too, for, uh, you know. The, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> You'll leave me to the degenerate behavior there. Now, I'm betting on all this stuff, too, so I might as well just put it together. It'll be Pacific heavy, I, I think, because I think they're the team that's going to win. But, uh, yeah, I got the, I got a football lineup for the Pro Boy. You know what? The, yeah, you said it. it. It's a total guessing game, man. Like, what's going to happen? Like, one running back's going to stick around. Like, I think Barkley's going to be the guy to, to get the most, and uh, – you could make him the king in the DraftKings format, but it's it's very, very hard, George, because you don't know. In and out, in and out, who's going to happen? One quarterback's going to catch fire. You know, they're going the rotation. It's very, very hard to project this. Like, you can have all the numbers in the world, but it has to do with luck and rotation to uh, win these type of contests. I like Barkley a lot. I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I'm going to like players who... I don't think the defense is going to want to tackle. Like I said, a lot of these guys on defense, I understand games because the game's better. There's more hitting. All right, I'll, I'll buy that. But still, it's not an NFL Sunday game. You know, it's not a week three game, week four game. A lot of these guys are going to make business decisions. And, you know, Barkley's running at you. I don't know if I'm, just going, if I'm going to dive at his legs. I don't know if I want to get hurt. You know, I want to go to the Caribbean tomorrow. Go on my uh, someplace down, wherever you're going, someplace warmer. And I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be dealing with any nagging injuries. If I don't have any surgery scheduled, I certainly don't want get want to get one coming out of the Pro Bowl. So uh, someone like Barkley, he'll be in all my lineups. Love that pick. I think Barkley, guys, if you're looking at the DFS studs, I think he's the guy that has to be in all the lineups. Um, I I also like Juju Smith-Schuster. He's $9,200 on DraftKings, but I think he, he's going to be the guy. And uh, Gabe and I disagreed. I'm going to – Tyreek Hill, I don't really want a part of. He's $9,400. He's the most expensive wide receiver. I told you, I don't want I don't want any Chiefs or any uh, Saints in my lineup. I think I'm going to avoid uh, all those uh, team – team's players that played in the the AFC and NFC uh, championship game. No thanks. They might just say, screw this, and, you know, just kind of hang out and be more cheerleaders than get involved in the game. That's my take. I kind of agree with you. Because I think they're disappointed still. You know, I think they're they're, they're more for camaraderie, and they're still like, oh, can't believe we're not going to the Super Bowl. I think I don't, I, I, the Saints, I want nothing to do with any Saint. So I think they're all pissed off about what's going on here. And I don't think they give a crap about this, this game. Uh, my biggest problem right now is what quarterbacks to go with here. You know, some of these, remember, so many quarterbacks have opted not to play. Yeah, you know, and that's a problem. Plus, Tom Brady won't be there because he's in the uh, Super Bowl. So, I mean, do I go with Mahomes? Can he uh, do it again? I'm thinking yes. 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 That's uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. That, out, out of all the guys, out of all the guys who played in those games, Mahomes is the guy that I think could shake it off the best. I think he's the guy like Barkley who's going to be. If you had to take anybody from those teams, I think you know, happy to be here, but still, you know, flinging it around. He's he, he just seems like his personality type would be one to say, you know, what I'm still going to give it my my all here, but I really don't want to go too deep with those. Uh, with those Saints and Chiefs, um, there's other guys that I like out there. But I say I think both of us agree, guys. If you're building a lineup, I think Saquon Barkley, you either make him the captain or he has to be in your lineup. I think that's a huge, huge game he's going to have in this one. 
Barkley is my captain. Right, right now I got Barkley, Elliott, Mahomes, Wilson, and Smith-Schuster, and I still got 6800 and I won't spend it all. That's what's funny. I won't spend all my money here. I just can't find another player that I'm in love with here, although I could fit Andrew Luck if I wanted to go crazy and go three quarterbacks. How much? Wow. How much? So how much you got left uh, there if uh, the final position, see if we can find somebody? 6800 68? Yeah. You can go with Luck. He's 6,800. Mitchell Trubisky, 66. What about Keenan Allen nah, at 6,400? Nah. Dak Prescott, no. George Kittle. I like George Kittle at $5,600. A lot. I looked at him, too. He's the first guy I saw there was Kittle. Uh, right now, I'm going to plug Kittle in there. I might change my mind on this. I might end up having, well, I should say might. I will end up having more than one lineup now. So, once again, I blame Cam and Gabe. Yeah, you blame us. Yeah, we're degenerates. See, we, see what we've done to George week one. I'm taking the, the over. Soon he's going to be, I got. I like a parlay, Ohio State, Maryland, give me, I, I like everything, yeah, parlay it there with that one, I'm going to take a Michigan, uh, six-game parlay, I yeah, know, uh, tennis, Djokovic, no, I, I do like Djokovic in tennis, but what about uh, how many uh, running backs, I have I have Barkley, and do you, do you have two running backs or one? I have two, I have Barkley and Elliott. So do I, wow, we got the, I, I love our team. I love what we're doing there, George. We're reading each other's mail, buddy. I, I, I love my team, to be honest with you. Like, I only have one quarterback, though. Uh, I got two receivers, one quarterback, uh, two running backs, and a tight end. And I've never had this type of change before. Hell, George, I know you're taking out the family tonight. Uh, usually when I give my DFS lineups, it's scraps. It's either zero to 100, but uh, a smooth $700 left. You could take up the whole family, and it doesn't have to be Red Lobster. This one's on Kurtz. Big change, Kurtz. <laughs> I think we're going to Outback tonight. A little steak tonight. Uh, oh, I like Outback. A little, a little surf and turf, too. They do. They usually do like the lobster tail or uh, some seafood thing on, on the plate for a little bit cheaper, too. I like Outback style. You know, you, you put it in there, like throw it in there. Give me some of that. Uh, give me some shrimp or a lobster tail for a few bucks more. Sold. I'm getting a nice filet, man. I, I, want, a, I want a nice oh, steak yeah. and... Uh, I love going, and I love my, my niece is like a daughter to me. She's, turn, she's turning 20, and she's a vegan. So we'll all get a nice, all nice steak surrounding her. So hope you enjoy there. So uh, <laughs> you can watch me, uh, you can watch us eat nice steak while you have grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your alfalfa. <laughs> right. Enjoy your tree branch. Let me know how that works out for you. Uh, I mean, uh, listen, hey, to each their own. Hey, if you can yeah, survive I it, I don't care what, what you eat, but uh, and probably more power to you. It probably is healthier, but I'm having a nice steak. The way I look at it, George, is pretty simple, okay? Like, uh, I could eat a lot better, yes. You know what I mean? I, I With colas, with booze, other things too, yes. But when you look at your whole life and whatever to save, I don't know how, I'm, how long I'm going to live or whatever, but even if I ate alfalfa, wood bark, grass, loose mushrooms and stuff and lived an extra 10 years to me i'd rather do whatever i want to do and just kind of go out on my terms that's my thing if i want a steak i want to eat a steak if i want a lobster slathered in got butter i'm go- I'm gonna do it you know give me some scallops from joe galena's fish market i'm in like that's the way we're gonna do things right i'd rather do it my way and i'll take my chances I'm with you there. I don't do too many things that are uh, bad as far as uh, uh, vices. I, mean, I don't drink, don't smoke, drugs, but uh, I do. I do enjoy my Pepsi, 
and I'm going to eat what I want to goddamn well eat. And right now, tonight, I'm on a steak, and I'm going to have a nice baked potato, and it's going to be drowning in butter, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's what my doctor told me. He's like, Cam, okay, you're not a kid anymore. What are you going to give up? I'm like, drinking, I really like beer because, you know, I like to suck back beers. Uh, Pepsi, I'm like, I can't give it up. I'm hooked. Like, I, that's the first thing I think about. Even before, like, coffee sometimes, I, I just need that quick little sugar rush there. Boom, I'm waking up. But, yep. Like, I used to smoke, I used to smoke too. I'm like, that's one thing. I go, you know what? I quit. I actually quit smoking. That was a smart move, but I can't give up the other stuff. Like Pepsi, I'm still, I, I love too much. Beers, I love too much. And uh, yeah, with you and food, same thing. Like uh, I'm just craving, craving a barrel of Kentucky Fried Chicken right now. It's only 155. Uh, I got problems. I got problems, George. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're talking about so I'm hungry now. We're not going to be eating for another four yeah. or five hours, man. Well, well, it's it's I'm, terrible. I might, I, might well, I might as well give you my lineup. We got a few minutes left there. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, me and uh, George got lineups for the Pro Bowl here, the Degenerates. He wasn't going to do it, but since he He's going to be at home in the game time uh, change. He's got a lineup, but I'm going to start things off with uh, Adam Thielen as my captain. I think he's the, going to be the go-to receiver on uh, the NFC side there. I really like uh, the fact that his chemistry in the other games with Russell Wilson, I know it's just one thing, but I think Thielen's going to be a guy that's going to be on the field a lot and get a lot of uh, touches and touchdowns. Russell Wilson is going to be my quarterback. Uh, even though a veteran guy, I still think he's the type of guy with his friendly personality to want to thrive in these All-Star games. Uh, he's $7,400, and I I think that's a very, very good price. Saquon Barkley, as we mentioned, I think a must-play young guy, showcase game, going to light it up. I think it's a perfect situation for him to go absolutely bananas at $8,000. I'd even pay more for him. Juju Smith-Schuster is my receiver at $9,200. We talked about avoiding uh, Tyreek Hill and a couple other Chiefs and guys from the Saints, so I'm going to go with Juju Smith-Schuster as my expensive guy. Ezekiel Elliott as my second running back. Him and Barkley, both of them are going to go nuts. Hopefully they both do well and uh, get us into the end zone and I talked to George about this one I'm going with the, our other George friend of the program George Kittle George Kittle as the tight end at $5,600 I think he's going to have a monster game for the NFC who I like in the game as well I think uh, they're a little bit better give me the NFC to pick them and that is my lineup George for your uh, trip to the Outback 700 year change what do you got for me I got Barkley. He's going to be the captain of my team. I just don't think anyone's going to want to tackle him. You know, Elliott's for all the same reason here. I just think Barkley's going to play a little bit more than Elliott will. I'm going with two quarterbacks. Russell Wilson is one of them. Mahomes is the other one. Uh, Russell Wilson he just played so great in that skills contest. I got to start him here. Uh, that's crap. But uh, he, he did play well. In the it is, but, but, I, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm looking for any reason that. here, man. Yeah, any exactly. reason. Exactly. And then my last two picks are the same as yours. Uh, Smith Schuster, JSS, uh, who's going to be overdrafted next year when Antonio Brown leaves. And things are going to be a little different for JSS when he has the number one cornerback going up against him. But I'll take him tomorrow in the Pro Bowl. And uh, George Kittle was somebody I did look out at as well. I still have $1,200. I could uh, I could change these. And I will have multiple lineups. This is just yeah, one. Me too. I said I wasn't. I really wasn't planning on playing until uh, until you told me the game was at three. I assumed it was a night game. So uh, now I'll yeah. be home for it. Now most likely, it, at the very least, it'll be on in the back round, which will catch my interest. And I'm taking the over in the game, by the way. I was serious about that. Yep. I like the uh, NFC and the over. See why this... Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to pick a team, but I'll take the OV. I, was it 57, you said? 57 and a half, I think I saw. Uh, 56. Uh, 56. Uh, 56. Oh, I, I think that I think it. I don't want to say easily, but my opinion of the Pro Bowl is these guys don't want to play defense. I'm taking the over. 
Yeah, here, I'm going to give you a quick hockey lineup and best bets of the day there, George Barzell of your New York Islanders at center. Elias Pettersson of the Vancouver Canucks, $500. We got Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau, $6,600. Love him. Pavelski, a shark. Watch out for sharks. He's big and cheap. The game's in San Jose, $4,400. Blake Wheeler of the New York Jets, $5,500. Brent Burns of the San Jose Sharks, $6,100. Chris Letang, offensive defenseman from Pittsburgh, $5,200. Mark andre Fleury is my goaltender at $63. And Johnny Tavares of the Maple Leafs, $6,400, 100 change. NCAA basketball, Oregon State Beavers, chomp, chomp, chomp. That's on the money line. I'm going to take that Mississippi State, Mississippi State Bulldogs, plus one. NBA Boston, plus five, bought the hook. Me and George both on the over, over with the NFC, AFC Pro Bowl. I also lean uh, NFC Pacific in the NHL hockey game tonight. And Novak Djokovic to win the Australian Open there, George. It's been a slice, buddy. I'll catch you tomorrow, my friend. <laughs> it's been great. Everybody, weekend fantasy update. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. We'll be back tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. covering all Sunday's action here. For Cam, Damn I'm right. George. Short angle behind the glass. Hope everybody enjoyed. And we'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m.